Joining us somewhere in Connecticut is Citizen Bacon. Hello, Mr. Bacon. Oh, hello, David Feldman. How are you today? Good. Uh, what we're going to do is do about 20 minutes. Okay. And then Congressman Alan Grayson is doing the show. So we have awesome. to go to him, and then we'll come back to you and wrap this up. First, I got sure, a, sure. I have a cold, so I'm a little out of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, a woman wrote in complaining that I'm rude to you, that I cut you oh. off, I interrupt you. And well, I'm you mentioned that one time when uh, you mentioned that when uh, when when I was talking to Klobuchar. She says I, I need to. I, she says I need to let you talk. Sometimes, maybe, but you know, I, you, I let you, you talk, a, don't I? I mean, right there, you interrupted me a little bit, so there, that's definitely true. And you All like right. to joke around with that kind of stuff, but you All know, right. I think we have a good rapport. I mean, yeah. without a doubt, you know. Okay. So, so you haven't gotten this cold yet. You're cold? No, um, okay. I refuse to kiss you. All right. And you have you had a good Christmas? I had a lovely Christmas. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Did you get any? It was kind of chill. Did you get any ephemera for Christmas? Well, I'm I'm not like I don't need I don't need anything. I don't like new things. So um, the people who know me the best like to get me old stuff. Um, I can't work with that. You know, it's not about me too. It's you know, I still have children they're older now but they still kind of my younger one still loves it and but you trade ephemera right yes i'm an ephemera dealer yes that is correct but i find that all on my own i don't need to get that from and i buy it in bulk so it's not like finding one piece of ephemera for me is not going to like turn me on that much i like to buy like i like lots of stuff i like to buy a whole bunch of stuff and go through and i like to i like stuff that too that no one else knows is good <laughs> you know like what, 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 what would a cocktail napkin that I wrote the words "Be nicer to David Bacon" on? What would that be worth? Well, if, if your name, if your last name, if you're, if, if you were called Picasso, that would be worth quite a bit. I think he used to, uh, to uh, turn in uh, like napkins like that and, and get a free meal at whatever restaurant. Yes, I don't know that. Well, hang on, yeah, I, I don't know that. One of my first bits as a stand-up comic was that Pablo Picasso literally made his own currency. He would just draw something. Right. And and right. and he this is goes back to the early eighties. So you sure. you'd be walking around Nice and say, How much is that carton of cigarettes? And right. that's a woman with six noses and the other person would say, Can yeah. you can you break a lady with eight tits? Right. It was an actual bit well, that I did as a as a stand up comedian in the eighties. That's funny that I happened to pick that one because the, the the super interesting guy and I cannot remember his name was the guy who could draw like perfect one or he could draw perfect uh, currency but he only drew the front side and then so he would go to a restaurant and people would not necessarily they would not recognize him and he would have his meal and let's say his meal was eighty dollars and he would he would have a hundred dollar bill that was drawn again the front side only that looked just like a hundred dollar bill and then he would. The, the waiter would come over or waitress with the, with the check and it would be whatever. The, let's say it was lower than that. So the tip would work in. So let's, let's say it was $60. So then they would come over and be like, yeah, here's the bill. And he would then tell them like, Oh, I'm an artist. I've drawn a hundred dollar bill. This is not currency. This is a piece of my artwork, but I will pay your, my, my here, I'll give you the hundred dollar bill that I've drawn for that. And I would like to change. And sometimes they would turn him down and sometimes they would, 
they would accept that. And then he would, this was before like email and all that stuff, or I don't know how he, I don't know if he would call, but he would like put the word out that like this transaction occurred at this restaurant at this time. And then the collectors would swap to that place, try to find the waiter who got his money and then pay them like $300 to get that one, you know, $100 bill. But I cannot remember his name. And then he got in trouble with the, 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 the feds for currency stuff, but he always won. He fought the stuff and always won. And he died maybe last year, maybe two years ago. But again, I cannot remember his name. So it's, it's depends on whose chicken scratchings it is. Of course. So you're, I mean, uh, I mean, you're still alive. So that's a, a downfall to some degree on your stuff, because once you die, then you can't make more of that stuff. Like Obama's doodles. Have you ever seen them? I haven't. Oh, the cartoons uh, that he drew in meetings. I don't recall seeing that, but I could have in passing. What would that be? Register what would that be worth? I mean, offhand, I don't know. I, I would have to research and see if there's already a market. There could already be an established market for that stuff. So if I just gave you, if I just said like, oh, five hundred dollars, I could be totally wrong. So in some, there could already be a market that says they're like worth twenty five hundred dollars, or there could be a market that says no one cares yet. Or that yeah, kind of how stuff. do you prove but, it's authentic? Well, I'm not a big autograph guy. That's not. I don't care per se. Some people are so into that, um, you know, that 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 that, the, that that famous person was in the presence of that thing and signed that specific thing. I do sell sometimes books that have been signed by authors, but I'm not a big uh, person on um, on that stuff. But if you were into that, you there are ways to authenticate that with with experts in the field, you know, just like any like a painting. Oh, is this painting actually? You know, like that freaking uh, what was that painting that the. Uh, that uh, the uh, Leonardo painting from like last year that sold for it's the most money for a painting ever. And it was bought by like some chic guy, but it's been so reworked that it's like, is this really in the hand of Leonardo? Is there enough of that? And then there was that big Leonardo show in Paris, I believe, right now. I think it's Paris, and that thing was supposed to be showed, but now those uh, the, the the Saudi Arabian dude who bought it, he's like, it's not being shown anywhere. But right. you know, so. Okay. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot involved. All right. So this is after the New Hampshire primary. We'll talk ephemera. Oh, yeah. We could, I can talk about eBay and ephemera and okay. a, a, a gazillion other things. Yeah, Good. of course. Okay. Sure. All right. Clip number one. What do you have? Okay. Let me get, okay. So clip number one, this is going to be, you have the, I don't, I didn't write the date. And again, I'm not at home. I think this is from the 24th. First, yeah. but that's a guess. Um, so the first one, this is going to be Steyer, Tom Steyer, the the guy who was he one point six billion dollars, and um, 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 you know all the he just blankets New Hampshire with ads and stuff. So this is going to be a, a gaggle. Um, now this is mostly set up by Jake. Um, uh, Jake. Oh, Jake God, the Snake, the wrestler. Jake, Jake, yeah. Jake Lahat, who is a excuse me, a keen uh, register uh, uh, reporter, uh, you know, a newspaper reporter. Um, he's really good. He hasn't been doing this a gazillion years, but um, he's really good. He's, he has a podcast where he's interviewed, like, you know, Biden and Klobuchar and Bernie and Warren and Pete and all this stuff called Pod Free or Die. But anyway, um, uh, so he, like, got, he talked to, the, and I don't do this as much. I'm not, because I'm not, this is not my gig. But, you know, so he, like, sets it up, like, hey, press, coordinator person, I want to do this thing, and then, then they, like, set it up. So suppose it, this was supposed to be just Jake asking questions. I make a comment, and um, okay, Julie, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's Tom Steyer, billionaire right. Let me, I for just, the Democrat. I just have to preface one more, one more little preface. This is a crotchet, the crotchet mountain school. This is, so this is a school for disabled uh, children. He, uh, uh, so he's the only uh, candidate who came to this thing. I guess they had an open invitation to everyone to come at any time. He's the only one who came. So the, all the questions at the event were were from were about uh, were from uh, their disabled questions. So I didn't really feel all that comfortable asking questions to him at that event because I didn't have a disabled question for him. So I only make a comment. I don't try to butt in with a question for him. But, okay. So all right, clip one. Sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry if that's me with the sound. No, I don't know. that's the Ghostbusters theme song for another segment. Yo, see, you, you see that? See, now I'm starting to think maybe this is that rude interruption that that lady was talking about. Yeah, because I know. Last time, too, there was like a clip thing that you played. I can't you laugh. I, 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 if I laugh, I'll start coughing. All right, here we go. Okay, so this is... Oh, yeah. This is... Well, you're such a you're such a you're such a good lapper with all the people. I don't know I how know, you're gonna, if you have like Devito on, you're never gonna make it through all the right. show. So this is Tom Steyer. Yes, Tom Steyer in a in a in a, in a small uh, okay. uh, gaggle. Yeah. Here we here we go. Uh, I guess that's a different one. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I was, so just, this is I was teasing you. I know I was teasing yeah. you. It's all good. All okay. Right. Okay. Here we go. Anyway, well, I mean, what, what I'm saying is, Bernie that's won one two out of three votes in Cheshire County. That's the wrong one. That's one A. Oh, okay. So. I mean, yeah, and that's going to be Jake. That's just right, going to be so, the reporter right. that you okay. hear. Yeah, we'll do that later. Okay, because we'll you labeled after. it one A and then one. I guess well, one would come I, before one A. Okay, here we go. Tom Stein. Yeah, I. It All was right. because I didn't know if you for sure you wanted to play the one A. Okay, here we go. Yes, that's just what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we did a story about your mailers way back. Yeah, you can't be manager about uh, strategy. Well, I'm glad you came. Yeah, well, uh, what is this? So, uh, just a tiege, like, above or under 20,000. Um, it's actually, you grew up there? No, I grew up in upstate New York. And it, what's, what's interesting, actually, is I grew up in what people would describe as a small town in upstate New York. That's the same population as me, <laughs> which people are adamant as a city. And if you call it a town, they get so, very offended. So. I, when I was growing up, my family used to go to Silver Lake. No way. Oh, you know, well, that, that, is, that is a good uh, good bit. Bill, Bill Weld happens to have a, a, a cabin on uh, a pond in Gilson. So that's Tom Steyer talking about his cabin in Silver Lake? Um, Tom Steyer is mentioning that Bill Wells... Tom Steyer used to go to... Uh, I know, but I'm just trying to identify the voice, so... Yes, so that's okay. Tom Steyer answer, yes. I played a little bit at the beginning just to get all of the small talk before the actual questions. Okay. Just so you guys so, hear that, because we're actually here. Summer is a good profile, yeah. So, well, we, let me we, ask you a question. So, so how long have you been in Kingston? Uh, since before, before the midterms. <laughs> so, yeah, like so, October 2018. So if I hit you with some names, people from Keen, what's my shot? Decent, probably. He's pretty good. He might know. Yeah. <laughs> Jill and Catherine Saunders. Okay, I've, yeah, I've, I've heard of them. They're kind of yes. active, active in the They are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Seriously? <laughs> you come to town? I mean, they'll show up. So, just, no way. Yeah. Just, we, 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 we want to I mean, I knew them growing up. I haven't yeah. seen them. There's a whole bunch all of around. people all, all, that I knew who went to Saunders. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So. So, Styers from New Hampshire? 
No, Steyer just spent some time, maybe over the summer and uh, stuff, up here, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just a summer, you know, billionaire. Um, it was interesting. I mean, the, the first and only question on disabilities came in the, you know, debate this week. Got thrown to you. I was wondering, you know, kind of how you thought that went and then in juxtaposition with this event today. Look, I thought what I said there is what I said today, which is this. It's a question of priorities. That, in fact, I think we have dramatically misplaced priorities in terms of our budgeting. That we have more than enough money to support people in this country, specifically people with disabilities, and specifically through things like the Individuals with Disability Education Act, which we fund a third of what's promised by the, by the federal government. Yeah. And so the question is, what is your priority? And, you know, that's exactly what we were talking about here is how much do you care about supporting these people having a full life. Yeah. And I, I came here, I really was interested particularly to hear from people over the age of 21 with hmm. disabilities about how everything works, about how the different programs interact for them and what, what enables them to lead a full life. So, you know, that's why I came. It sounds like learn. you were the only candidate who actually uh, came to this event. Like, he, he, uh, before you came out, he said that the, he invited all the candidates. I think you're the only candidate that showed up for this, this sort of event. You know, I wasn't. I was What I said at the end is the truth. I find incredible inspiration from, from Americans who are doing important things without any fanfare or heraldry to help other Americans and to make the country stronger. And yeah. you see it all over the place. It, those are the people who I admire the most. And that's exactly what I feel is the best right yeah. here. Do you have question? Yeah, the, 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 the second big one I, I, I've heard from a lot of readers, when you destroy your mailers, they're going to have two camps. So, uh, you know, I, I, for example, I followed a Warren canvasser door-to-door -door on a weekend. A lot of people said, when they're kind of thinking of their top, you know, people they're considering, your name would come up, and they're kind of like, you know, I'd like to do this for impeachment. I'd like the climate message. So you got those folks. And then you got a group of people who I think pay a lot of attention to the race, and they're like, you know, frankly, like, who is this guy coming in, you know, billionaire? What does he offer that, you know, someone like a Cory Booker or Elizabeth Warren or Julian Castro? I mean, you have this incredibly diverse field, people with all sorts of different experiences. And I'm, I'm, I know that you said that, you know, climate's top issue for you. Uh, but you, also talk about, you also fight about referendums. And I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, one, a referendum part, like with Brexit happening... Do you, do you see any kind of like issues that maybe we should be off the table for national referendums? And then the second part is just addressing, you know, what you think you bring that all these other candidates aren't. Look, I think I'm an outsider and they're all insiders. I think I'm running up for a very simple thesis, which is government is broken. And that if we're going to take back the government from corporations who bought it, who's going to actually do that? Someone from inside right. the system so, or someone who for 10 years actually has been taking on those corporations? So Andrew Yang's an insider? Nobody also doesn't have a history of taking on those corporations. For 10 years, go take a look. I've, I've taken them on in, in propositions. I've taken them on in terms of activism to stop pipelines and fossil fuel plants. I've taken them on in terms of pushing legislation through legislatures. Yeah. I've built one of the largest grassroots organizations in the United States, including in New Hampshire, by the way. You know, we've been here since the beginning of 2014, Next Gen America. I mean, I don't have the number, but I bet you we're on virtually every college campus in New Hampshire. Yeah. And I bet you that we more than doubled the turnout in 2018 from 2014 of young people. So I'm just saying, 
there, there is no one on that list that you gave me who has my mm. record of actually over a decade beating corporations. Show me the one, please. There's no one who's built a grassroots organization like mine, which actually has had, you know, it's one of the biggest grassroots organizations in the United States. We hit over, with our partners in labor, we hit over 25 million doors through the last two cycles. Yeah. No, I actually have a body of work and there's no one on your list who says climate's their number one priority. Right. If you're reading the stuff that came out this week on climate, I don't know if you have seen it, and I was just reading some of it today about the Amazon. I don't know if you followed that. But also what's come out in terms of the, the uh, UN climate conference in Madrid and what's going on in terms of revisiting how fast Greenland is melting. Look, you guys, right. I read this stuff today on the way here, and I was like, here's what's funny. It's worse than we thought. It's absolutely crisis. And what the hell? I was right. And there's no one else on that stage who will say it's their number one priority. And ask them. I'm not making that up. Bernie. So do I think I'm different? Look, I am 100% different. And if you think, the question you got to ask yourself is, you have a system. You have people in the system. They won't even mention. I mean, you were talking about national referendum. I mean, they obviously hate that. But they also hate the idea of term limits. Everybody in America wants term limits, except the people in Congress. Yeah. So I, I really do think it's a completely different, you know, that there's a question here about... I have a long record of success in doing this. I really do. I have done a lot of things. When I Term limits is a bad idea. They tried it in the California State Assembly, and then you have the lobbyists writing all the bills. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's Bennett's argument that uh, Bennett does not want term limits either. There was um, when I was in that uh, a group of twelve people in the like boardroomy thing at above the bank. There was a lot of talk. There was a big question about term limits and stuff. But because all the people who were there that didn't necessarily agree to be on tape with me, I can't play that stuff. But um, but yeah, there was a lot of talk about the term limits, and he does not agree with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the argument. Most, is, the argument is that the Russian Politburo had a bigger turnover than the United States Congress. That's really the fault of the voters. They're right. kind of lazy, and it's the fault of the Supreme Court because we don't allow people to vote. You don't need term limits. You need more Americans participating in our democracy. Well, I think a lot of it also really has to do with the uh, the, the, the what's the what's the thing the gerrymandering because then once someone is in, then it's gerrymandered to sort of keep that person in. So then. You know, even if uh, there's, you know, it's hard to even vote them out because it's been the the the, right. the, the things have been changed to, to make it even harder. Right. So it's but not term just limits. Limit term limits just makes for lazier voters. You don't have to do. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll get rid of a congressman for you. It's. And then it puts the it put just like you said the 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 lobbyist will be there forever and then also it's like the, well the number two in charge the other people lower down in the thing will still be yeah. there the you know the that okay. stuff and then it just puts, it just moves the power to them yes so I have, let's finish this clip and then I have to get to Alan Grayson and then we'll come back to you sure. later okay okay let's yeah, finish perfect. up Tom yeah, Snyder okay this is great yeah I listen to people talk I'm like okay this is the last question right. go ahead at this event you said you were running to put America's treasure where our heart is um, I thought that was a really powerful line and you're not original <laughs> <laughs> but in, in this just time, so you know in this context um, you're running to win the Democratic nomination. Um, you've said repeatedly that it is 
paramount that Trump is removed from office, whether through impeachment or vote. Mm -hmm. If you are not the nominee, will you put your treasure into backing whoever is? Will you move into more philanthropy? Will you go back into uh, those anti-Trump efforts? Where what? Look, one of the things that I've done is start one of the largest grassroots organizations in the United States, Next Gen America. I'm funding it right now. I, I'm legally not allowed to run it while I'm running for president. But, you know, it's, we're going to do all the grassroots things we can. Of course I'm going to support whoever the Democratic candidate is 100%. I've said that from day one. And it's not a question of either or. I've been doing this the whole time that I've been running is supporting grassroots efforts. People are going door to door. Those organizations don't shut down. Most grassroots organizations shut down in the off years. We don't. We're still on the campuses. We're still going door to door. We're still organizing. And that's true this moment, and it'll be true in 2020 for sure. Okay. That's my work. All cool. the time that we all right. have. Thanks. Thanks. Hi, Mark Osnow. I'm doing a series for New York Magazine, right. and I have 23 people photographed already. And all I just want you for one minute against the window. Sure. Can, that's not all catch one, right? Hard turn that down. There you go. <laughs> okay. Great. We'll come back to you in a little while. Yeah, let me just make, I just want to make one comment really fast on that. It's very interesting. I mean, Steyer is really, he's good in a different way than some of the other people. Um, like he's super confident. He looks you in the eye the whole time, but uh, there's something else going on. Anyway, it's so interesting. He talks so much about that freaking thing that he started and stuff. And yet, and he's in New Hampshire, which he doesn't come to very often because he was only here for that uh, filing. And then now is the first time he came back, I think. But he doesn't, he like, quote, he's like, oh, I don't know that numbers in New Hampshire. It's your freaking thing you started. You're so proud of it. You're in the state. You don't, of course, someone's going to ask you about it. And you don't know the numbers of like what colleges have, have your group. It's like, really? Right. You're not trying. You're not trying. I'm, that, that disappoints me so much. I love when Julie asks a question and he says, but, oh, that's not my line. It's not original. I love that he does that. He's not trying to take credit for something that's not his. But the fact that he does not know the numbers for a freaking thing that he's so proud of is very disappointing and, right. and, 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 and tells me a lot about him. Great. But, yeah. Okay. David Bacon, we'll, we'll talk with you later in the show. Okay? Sounds good. Yep. Have Thank a you. good uh, interview with the next guy. Stand, yeah. stand sure. in line for one second. Will do. <laughs> 